0: Now, do I now? Yeah, you look way more natural than you.
1: before. I'll tell you this: this is uh we're live now.
0: At- yeah, we are. Live.
1: And my <laughs> wife's phone is ringing.
0: Amateurs.
1: What a calamity we are anymore.
0: We are, man. But you know what? It's summertime. We can be whatever we want to. Like, we can be a show that don't hit the bell if we wanted to. (laughs) We could do that. (laughs) Fishing for trout. Look at this. Look
1: at this snark we get right off the bat. Who are we waiting on today? (laughs) It's not me this time. Why do we have to deal with this? (laughs) Because you love us. That's why. I'd like to think that we're good to this crowd. You know, like David Holt comes in. This is nice.
0: Can't wait to see Ramon. You, you know don't don't hype me up david holt man but here i'm gonna take the hype regardless
1: yeah favorite barber <laughs> by the way who is owed along with ryan lytle some significant thanks yeah contributing memberships yesterday you guys were passing them around like pancakes yesterday like,
0: man they're out here like oprah on her show you get a membership you get a membership you get a membership i want one now dk there we go all right we ready we ready i'm ready if you are man i'm about as ready as Kadarius tony on tweet on twitter
1: <laughs> he just went there yes. all
0: right here we go let's ready three two one <laughs> she told me to back up did she oh i think you're fine man yeah so you, can,
1: you see my metric tour shirt now Man,
0: ah, uh, only metric I know is the system. My bad. See, I had a <laughs>
1: feeling that was coming. Canadian rock band, really, really, really great. Really, Emily, Emily Haynes, lead singer, one of the most beautiful voices you'll ever hear.
0: You're just what? Aren't you versed in DK sports, music? They, just uh, world. I was here
1: in Pittsburgh last week, and uh, now it's it's good stuff. We had a really really good time. Uh, front are you the balcony?
0: I was gonna say, are you a concert goer?
1: Not really. Just if it's uh, one of my bands, I'll go. Uh, to and I will commit. Uh, will you? Yeah, I will commit. Sacrifice and sleep and all? No, I'm talking about in the moment.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, hey, I,
0: I, I we've, we found our guy, by the way. We'll bring it up at some point, man. You see what uh, I just starred? DK is the only star we got going <laughs> on right now. My man, George Vukovich comes in and calls me the renaissance man. I have no idea why,
1: but I'm going to take that as a positive. Yeah. Uh, Robert Cotting says, ring the bell is noise pollution. It needs to be replaced. I don't even know what that means.
0: I don't even know what that is either, DK. Our
1: bell here has a big, happy, smiley face
0: on it. My bell, DK. uh,
1: By the way, we got a notice in the mail. Oh, we got a notice in the mail informing us that is, in fact, Ramon's bell. And you need to get it to him. And if you yep. think I'm kidding, we probably have it lying around yep. here somewhere. Yep. 100%. Uh, she took it out of the office. We ha- we have this thing, though.
0: Dolly doing some summer cleaning. That's all. I got to point this one out, man. I didn't think you'd be a fan of metric, uh, of a metric, DK. That's, yeah. that's crazy.
1: I don't know what that means, Bob. Yeah, But, uh, but I definitely am and have been. Uh, for a while, it's just one of the best bands going here. I I don't I don't do a whole lot of living in the past, you know. Fair. The music that I'm looking for is just like everything else I'm looking for. Everything is in the moment, you know. Remember,
0: we talked about this. Mm-hmm. I told you about our reach. This is our guy Rashawn, man. Hey, that's who stopped hey, me in hey. the Miami hey. Airport. Awesome. What up, Rashawn? Golly, I was walking with my wife and kids, and he was like, Hey, 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 you're old And I went over to him, man. It was him and I think his wife, and I think. A uh, child with them all, so they sitting there having some lunch, and we chopped it up for a second. I was like, we'll be back on Monday. He said he missed yesterday, but shadowed you out yesterday too, man. We're always in the streets, DK. That is tremendous. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Rhino
1: comes in and says, I got a new job, so I'm finally able to watch the lives instead of having to listen to the podcast. In, in fairness, we try to make yeah. the podcast an experience. You know what I mean? So that you yeah. can still yeah. listen to it afterward. Like, if we're describing something that we're doing visually – I mean, if we're doing something visually, we try to describe it too. So yeah. in case you're just listening to the show. Uh, that said, it's it's an it's a
0: ridiculous show. It, it was man. It, it but it was a good show. <laughs> it was a real good show. I almost went to football mode a little bit yesterday because speaking about some camp stuff. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> The question, what up, Rashawn? Uh the question that was the hardest, but was like the we could have gone so much further, DK, was uh I forget who asked it yesterday, but it was when do you bench a starter? That to me actually had yeah. me thinking after the show yesterday, DK. That was a very fascinating question. No, that that, that we had actually a couple of them yesterday. Yeah, they,
1: they, they don't always you know, I think there's some times that we get where people are just like, talk football, talk football. Well, sometimes the football just comes, and sometimes it doesn't. What I don't want to do ever on this show is go, and today we're going to revisit the inside linebackers. <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? as wasting time is what those types of things are. But, like, serious conversations, I thought the one about BJ, you know who BJ is now? Oh, yeah. Project Jones. We <laughs> Roderick Jones, which, uh, we we shortened his name which I, i'm okay with that too we got bj jpj uh ca whatever you want to call it calvin austin ca3 we got so many different names nj uh naji if we want to go that route but the the other uh hey Mon that was fascinating too man was uh give me a second i get there toddy uh <laughs> she's asked about my braves jersey but the other fascinating question was, too, is the Dan Moore conversation. Do you play Dan Moore the first two games in preparation for Project Jones to come in after that? Because you got two trench monsters that are coming into Pittsburgh week one and week two. I thought that was fascinating, too. Mm-hmm. I got on the Braves jersey today because if y'all know me, DK, this is you cover me. The Steelers pitchers on my profile. Yeah. I got on the Dodgers. I got on the Pirates. I got on a Mets. Uh, I'm a Jersey fan. I love baseball jerseys. I feel like you can wear them almost any time with a hoodie on underneath. In the summertime with shorts, in the fall time with jeans. I'm just the guy, and this is a Acuna Junior right now. I love baseball jerseys. I do. I want DK, even though you said they're hideous. I actually want the City Connect ones, the Pittsburgh one. I like it.
1: Yeah, you know what? The City Connect, the Pirates City Connect jerseys. You have to be up close to them because they they have a. They look from afar like they're just a bland gold jersey when you get up close there's an actual design okay within the gold that shows the rivers or something like that i don't know i I, i'm not i'm not crazy about them
0: yeah yeah and that's fine too i'm not saying you're wrong i just look at it as just be like Man, that's cool right there. Uh, and, and plus, they had a walk-off in those jerseys, two of them, not mistaken, DK. did, very first night. Yeah, you, that, that's a good observation. That was awesome, too, by uh, the way. Yes, we will talk a little baseball here and there, too.
1: Yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff coming in uh, as I'm looking over at the, at the pile. Yeah. And I think the best thing to do here with this show right now is to, is to go ahead and take our break and then come back and let you guys drive it today. It's, it's all football, heavy football. Uh, including two in-house guests that we have here, yep. uh, subscribers to the site. And uh, we're going to do that right after I remind everybody that there is, in fact, only one segment that matters.
0: That's Haymon. That's There's no other reason to talk about it. Let's do it.
1: There is only one segment that matters, as a matter of fact. Mm, and that mm. is the AMO and segment. And that, by the way, is brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality happens to be at the core of every menu item. There are not one, not two, three expert chefs fine-tuning every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they refer to uniquely as crave-ability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. As promised, this is the Haymon segment. And b- before we turn it over to the long line of people that we have here, we're <laughs> going to go rapid-fire today to make sure we can get as many as possible. We're going to introduce to you Sean. What up, Sean? He's here at our downtown, uh, our downtown HQ and shop. Here we go.
0: Sean's putting on the headphones. Sean's got the headphones on right now. Good afternoon, oh, Sean.
1: How you doing, man?
0: That's- I'm good. How are you?
1: Good, good. Thank you.
0: Good. Um,
1: so came up here from South Carolina, so Here I am. Are Game, you a Gamecocks fan? Yeah, come No, I'm originally from uh Okay. right outside of Pittsburgh, but Okay, I was about to say I, I was, was like,
0: good. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, cuz you guys got my college last year. I'm still not over South Carolina beating Tennessee last year, man. Hey, I wasn't supposed to go down like that.
1: You won the Beamer Bowl, right? I mean, uh, we did. We did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We did, man. But hey, that was that. That knocked our college football playoffs out of the park for us. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's a touchy subject for me. I got you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So I was wondering. So the old adage that coaches always say, "Play to the whistle, play to the whistle."
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: How can you really even hear the whistle when you're playing?
0: Uh, yeah, you do hear the whistle. You do hear the whistle, and I think that phrase is more or less for you. Just don't know when a big play is going to happen. So if I pull up just because my job is done and don't go get somebody extra and all of these two are like learned things like I had to learn what that actually meant also, because when you are learning the game, oh, I block my guy. I'm good. But then you realize in that meeting, coach is going to tell you, get another one. Then if your guy's done, go get another one. So it's really just one of those. You really got to hear the whistle because the play can just develop in a way you never thought possible because you might get that extra edge on somebody right there you really do kind of hear it I, I would say in a game you hear the whistle you can hear your coach and that's about it nothing else really resonates to you like the crowd noise and loud moments maybe for a second but you can just get so beeline on your task that you don't hear nothing but whistle cadence and probably your coach that's about it okay yeah, it it really does. It happens playing to the whistle. You hear that, and then when the whistle is blowing multiple times too, then you really know. Okay, that was a problem, or somebody's getting a penalty. Okay, I was just wa- I was
1: watching a uh, playoff game a few months ago.
0: I yeah, think you
1: were playing the Ravens, and there was this. Ball laying in front of you. That yeah, pick up. So I was just wondering if you actually heard the whistle or not.
0: <laughs> I, you know what happened on that play? I'm glad you brought it up. One of the great setup, by the way. It's a great freaking setup. That was another one of those moments. Also, I was like, never again, and it never happened again. Okay, what happened was everybody around the play stopped. If you go back and look at it, everybody was chill, just like cool. The play must be over. Because it's Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yep. The, the, the plays are quick and they're hard. Quick and hard. And lo and behold, one of their D linemen picked up the ball and ran it into the friggin' end zone. Everybody to a man was just like, and that could have been my opportunity for a friggin' touchdown. You see what I'm saying? Oh my God. Never <laughs> let that down. Yes. <laughs> Again, a learned trait right there. 100%. Great setup. Great friggin' setup.
1: That's all I got, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was a great setup right there. That was good. So
1: coming up next is Mike here. You guys are going to switch spots. DK,
0: that was solid right there. in the past. Yeah. Way as well here. Mike doesn't seem as, quite as dark. <laughs> no. Uh, hey, that was a solid setup by him. I'll never forget that play. Gotcha. got you. Hey, Mo, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Good, good. Good to see you. Me um, too. My name's Mike. Uh, i'm here from michigan i'm a, I'm a pittsburgh fan i'm, I'm yes. born and raised pittsburgh my question for you sir is uh did you have a favorite running back that you like to block for and, and mm-hmm. what would be the reason why would it would be their style of running or would it be their personality or what oh. they could do for you anything like that it was hands down truthfully yeah levion Dang. Yeah, just because after figuring out how he runs, yeah, it became such an advantage to us because yeah. the pick that he did, mm. it used to really mess with like the linebackers and his style of running. We could be man on man to a D lineman, but being able to trick the linebackers or understanding like we got to move as he move almost in a sense. It allowed us to get to the second level because they couldn't shoot the gap as fast and make a TFL because if you shoot the gap on him, he's going left. You go white. He's going. You know what I'm saying? Like it was that style of run. And I would say this too. I think James Connor, simply because we were all we were rooting for him. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the cancer situation, the position that he was put in at the beginning of the season when Le'Veon held out. Like we were adamant about making sure James shined, man. And uh, those two, because I was with him the longest. uh, But definitely Le'Veon is number one, and Connor's number two. Yeah, I guess that was significance. That personal story of uh, JC would, would probably play into it. You want to do better for him, kind of thing. It was that, and this is the thing, though. too. you don't realize uh, until you talk to him if you've heard the interviews, how close he was to death. He was on the last shot, so the understanding that significance, man. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it just just to follow that up, yeah. Le'Veon, I me, mean, I watched him at Michigan State a bunch, and he didn't have that running style necessarily for the Spartans he feel like the Steelers he started with that little weight and
1: because
0: we were mature as an OL I think Mm that kind of led into it and he trusted us to make sure like he I came front he used to brag I was like man y'all dudes doing it up front like because he understood that honestly we were that good as an OL and he can just do whatever the heck he wanted to and and I saw other running backs trying to do that like in camp or practice and coaches just tell him stop you're not stop <laughs> because it's just right. so unique. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like trying you know, to mimic yeah. something because you think you're supposed to, and he it was, ruined them fun
1: to watch. It was a it great back to watch. That's too bad. That didn't work out. Well, I thank know.
0: you. Uh, thank you very much. It's good to talk My, to you. No doubt. Great All freaking right. question too. Good,
1: DK, right. appreciate no it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> good DK. That, that's smart crowd. It's easy Isn't to say.
1: Something? Isn't that something for anybody who doesn't know we're at two fifth Avenue downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, we do this show live every day at 4 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Now, if you want to be part of it, all you got to do is pop in. Yeah, we don't get all scientific here. We don't do appointments or anything like that. <laughs> no. You just, to, you just got to do what these individuals did here. We also have a bunch of good stuff here uh, from our from our viewers here. I want to start getting. We
0: through. do. We're loaded right now. Yeah, dude. I was going to
1: say there's there's some pretty good stuff here. Although, as as Darren Watt points out here, the fan interaction separates this show from the rest. I don't know yeah. what the rest it means, but We'd like to think that we take some pride in that here. Yeah. Uh, let's go here to Luke, who says, uh, hey, Moan, what do you think of Cam Hayward taking shots at Aaron Rodgers'
0: workout? I'm not even familiar with this. What am I missing? Love it. Number one, because Aaron Rodgers has to fear Cam Hayward. <laughs> 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 it's not like he's an offensive tackle, okay? And Cam thinks this. He can beat every single person in front of him. I don't, I'm not sure if y'all saw his post last week, but he was talking about why he goes so hard. Well, Cam's making fun of him because, one, the Steelers don't have him this year, okay, on the schedule until playoffs maybe, and Cam knows that you put somebody in front of him that's thrown gas on that fire, he's going to run through their face and sack Aaron Rodgers. Cam has nothing to worry about as far as going at a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Let's go to Stefan
1: Dulich from the uncles table here, which you don't have to stay at, Stefan. You can migrate your way over to the non-uncles table. Become a member, (sighs) DKPS.net. slash join stefan asks guys what do you think how many more seasons is cam gonna play at this elite level a different way of asking the question
0: if you haven't seen his posting, he put up it'll give you chills on reading it i'm just gonna throw that out there number one i've seen it he's dedicated himself uh how long i i'd like to say father time would give him two solid more years but you just never know when father time is gonna kick that kickstand out right dk it's cruel and the other thing is moan it's sudden it i swear can i ask the question go ahead did it feel sudden it in my mind i knew it was on its way i did i knew but like (laughs) that year of going to like i knew the door was more closed than it was open heck i told you guys that in interviews right so mentally i was already there that it was gonna happen
1: but was it because of your just because of an age level or
0: is it that you actually feel stuff physically i felt stuff physically Uh, i did I just felt stuff in the recovery. That's why I tell you, that's the hardest thing. Cam playing 80% of the snaps ain't good for father time. If Cam can be around 50% of the snaps defensively, he can probably prolong it a little bit more unless he's just good like that too. I'm not one to question what any player is going to do as far as their body goes. Some would probably say, Pat Peterson, hey, it's time to go. No, it don't look like it, does it, DK? You really don't know
1: from individual to you individual. Uh, and plus, never mind from position to position. Right. Where every bar is different. Running backs, you start talking about them when they're 28.
0: Yeah. As if they're fossils. It's the recovery of playing the game the next week. Like, it would take me Friday night, Saturday morning to feel like, okay, I'm ready for the game. When I was young, heck, I was ready on Tuesday. Good stuff here from Thomas who
1: asks, hey, Moan, if you were the offensive coordinator, which position would you be the most worried about and who would you get if you could get anybody available? Which which position? I, I'm more interested in the first part there
0: than. Uh, which position would I be most worried about? Yeah, if you're the, if you're Matt Canada, if you're Matt Canada, why, why receivers? Why? Because there's so much talent, but there's also so much inexperience to, to a sense for the guys that you want to see. I don't know what George is going to look like. I don't know what Deontay is going to look like considering the season he had a little bit of last year, and also the reemergence of what Allen Robinson is going to do. And let's let's throw in Calvin too. Like, what does it actually look like? I may have a one and a two, possibly three. What is my four and five? Like, what is Calvin going to be able to do? And truthfully, I worry about it because I got to worry about me as an offensive coordinator finding who's going to be my playmaker. We don't know, essentially, who's number one. That would keep me up as an offensive coordinator to say to myself, oh, no, Carl, don't fire (laughs) myself if I'm the coordinator. (laughs) (laughs) It, it, It really takes a ballsy person, DK, to establish, to the quarterback, to the field, this dude is your number one. That's where I feel the tension. But
1: look, you played your whole career under a head coach. Yeah. Who believes, doesn't just say, but who believes that these things settle themselves on the field.
0: But you still got to be in a position to call the plays that's going to make one of them look successful more than the others. He yeah, and I, be I, able to put a young quarterback in that position too.
1: I want to see I want to see separation occur or at least begin to occur in okay. Latrobe. I think that's fair. I want to see when a ball is put up for George Pickens whether yeah. it's short range, intermediate, deep bombs, whatever it is, okay? I want to see George Pickens make a statement. I want him to say, "You have no choice but to get me the ball in all circumstances once the 49ers are across the sideline fair. from
0: us." That's that's fair, man. I'm with you on that one. Uh, but that's the one position, and that it, it, you can say O line, but that's an easy cop out, DK. Usually the O line is gonna take about four to five weeks to jail anyway. Regardless, so, yeah. Yeah, regardless.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh Dave says this is a neat one here. Who was your favorite
0: post game jersey exchange? Um, post game jer- Arian Foster. Really? My former teammate at UT. What's so the fact? He was with the uh, Dolphins at the time too, and I oh, got it hanging was up after
1: Houston. Okay, this
0: was after Houston, and what's crazy? I never really did the jersey exchange. I did it with guys I played with for the most part in college. Malik is is on that group too, man. Um, but I would say his was the actual last jersey that he played in too. He retired. That middle of the week, remember that middle of the season right after that Dolphins game that we played against them Malik Jackson's the other guy, uh, and Robert Ayers, and a few other guys that I play with. But it'd have to be Arian because that was the last jersey he ever played in, and that's kind of oh, special to me. I don't know well, why I didn't put two and two together and, there. Okay, and I played with him in college, so I blocked for him, and then I got his last jersey. That was super unique yeah. to me. Also, one hell of a football player that zone play. Jeez. You remember we see him go yard in Houston on us like that, man? Yep. Oh, I was like, dude. Brian
1: <laughs> Lytle, who wasn't on earlier, but so he wouldn't have heard my thanks for his uh, gifted memberships yesterday, along with our favorite barber. He says, Hey, Moan, Peyton Manning recently said that the quarterback position is the most difficult mentally. Do you agree with that, or do you believe that it's the smartest group on the field, meaning the O line?
0: Uh, both play hand in hand.
1: Brian knows uh, how to get the. Uh, uh, how to get the question
0: shown here, huh? I, I can agree with that. The quarterback position mentally is the hardest. I don't think we understand how quick the pocket closes, how quick the ball got to be in your hand, how fast defenders and the NFL break on balls too. being able to mentally trust yourself to get it over that and, and just truthfully make plays and deal with the criticism. I get it. Why they're the most, the, the highest paid in the NFL, uh, because of what has to come with it, like you can make or break a um, a roster or team with your quarterback, right? DK mm-hmm. for years. Case in point, hundred percent. Cleveland. I hate to pile on them. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. Cleveland. <laughs> look, look at the, the the mess ups that they've had and what they had to do to go get a guy, Deshaun Watson, that they thought was competent enough. That's why I agree with Peyton on that one.
1: More good stuff we have coming in today. George Vukovic says. Hey, Moan, is Mike Tomlin as genuine as he seems? I've had my criticisms through the years, but that doesn't mean disrespect. He makes me want to run through a wall at times, mm-hmm. and
0: I can't imagine what it would be like inside that room. Mm-hmm. It is. It comes off because this is why. He wants to win. I think when everybody's on the same page, when it comes down to the one goal that you want to do, yes. DK, I'm going to say something that probably resonates with everybody. I'll say this, though, as far as, like, g- how person being genuine or good. Almost every single successful person – has probably stepped on some necks to get where they want to, probably ticked off the wrong person or two, probably got a bad cussing out of somebody here or there. It's probably going to be a coach somewhere that don't like Coach T, a front office guy that don't like Coach T, somebody that probably don't like me, Moan is a bleep, whatever you want to call me. Every successful person got a pitfall somewhere in their career on their way to success. But the genuine side of Coach T, as far as football goes, can't match it. And with me personally, it's been nothing but genuine. Anytime I've reached out to him, he hit me back. I call him, pick up, or call me back. So mine is a little bit different maybe than somebody else's.
1: Well, you know what I don't know that I've ever asked you, but to build off George's question there, is he a hype guy like in the moment before the game? Like is he in the locker room like, hey, guys, let us da da da-da-da-da-da-da-da, or does he just let yeah. the pregame kind of handle itself? He
0: kind of let it handle itself, and I'm rushing to I answer thought. that because he gonna give you that look. He gonna get in there. Hey, this is he he'll. He gonna give you one of those, but it ain't no. And we got. out, got. of no. It's it's from a player because he's a former player. It's from a perspective of like, hey, I shouldn't with the wide eyes. I shouldn't have to tell y'all what we doing here. Ooh, and that geez. just give well, me good chills. wide eyes.
1: There. Yeah, yeah i can like, see it that was with the wide eyes it worked
0: or just <laughs> simply playing big game big game music man we ain't got to talk about this you're like it's so that's the genuine sports side that you're gonna get from them.
1: we can talk about anything I here chills again yep, good stuff gene comes in hey moan what's your position on hazing in light of what just happened at northwestern
0: no room for it it's just not for what they were doing i had you, two you experience it, it. Not nothing like that. I had two essential experiences that I had, like my freshman year in college. We had to do the water dump and it was violent. You walk yourself to the cold tub, dump yourself in and you out of it. You don't want to. You don't have to. In the NFL, it comes down to you spending a couple of dollars on the vets. Hey, vet, after condition test, go to Burger King and bring us back food. Give us your order, and like those were the things of like rookie dinner. It shouldn't be personal hazing, putting people in a circle or beating on anybody because at the end of the day, I'm a man that's super unfortunate for such a no, that's super dumb for such a smart institution like Northwestern. That can't happen, man. And Trey Essex, my former teammate, is from there. Heck. Oh, is that right? Trey went to North, he's a Northwestern guy. That was no, so I, I, I dumb. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm- when it's a culture thing and the head coach, that's the part of this whole debate that gets me is like, if they say, well, he didn't know about it, then he's equally guilty. He is equal.
0: He's equally guilty. D- that's, that's a, a lie. Well, Coast- it, it,
1: whether it's a lie or it isn't, he's equally guilty either way. You see what I'm
0: Co- saying? Coach knows or somewhat heard about most things. If he heard about something like that, guess what? Hey, hey, handle this right now. I told you the situation we had with the two dudes and in- the situation they had with a female. Hey, you go talk to him about this. That was a player's conversation. Word got to coach T about something. You go handle that right now. It's pretty much how it goes.
1: Just a reminder to everybody that we love our man Eddie Harlow. Eddie. He's going through a tough time. He's asking for for thoughts and prayers from everybody. He's got them. I see that on a regular basis yep. here. And that includes us, Eddie. Mm-hmm. We don't bring it up on every single show or whatever, but uh, you're you're with us, and you're definitely with our man fishing for trout he's, he's
0: absolutely he's
1: on he's on top of all this let's find the next question here this comes from josh bittinger who says hey Moan, are you excited about this season as much as i am not only for steelers football but to see all these hot nfl rookies show what they can do and yes. anybody from another team that maybe you're thinking <clears throat> like wow i really can't wait to see this guy
0: i want to see cj Stroud and bryce young
1: i've heard good things already about Stroud and what he's
0: doing down there. It's not an
1: easy place to do things.
0: No, it's not. (laughs) And I kind of want to see if the size thing was a pre-draft situation for Bryce Mm -hmm. young and Carolina, you know, the Alabama quarterback and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And honestly taking a, a a, a chance on a guy like Anthony Richardson, super excited for it. And I'll say this too: the first rounder, uh, out of pick, uh, uh, right. Mm -hmm. I want to see what he does in Miami. It's, I'm not I, even pandering, DK. I really I know, want to see what it's going know, to look like. He's
1: different. I, he, and that's what we always have these yes. thoughts like that, where you see somebody that's a little bit of a different specimen that does something different. Hmm. Uh, I'm reminded, actually, just a couple days ago. Yeah. One, one of the not to keep throwing this to baseball, but it's that time of year. The Pirates drafted this this uh, hitter, who's who's hitting style. I think I want to say he's from Michigan State. Okay. He's a shortstop. He hits like he's come from Japan,
0: okay, <laughs> oh. and, he, and, he,
1: and he definitely did not, but it, like a real slap style, like something okay. from the 1940s, his whole yeah. body motion, and all he does is make contact, and I'm going, okay, now that I want to see. That's different. You know, Not to compare <clears throat> Kalijah Kansi to Aaron Donald, because that's not fair to him no. under any circumstance, regardless of his being from the same school. It, it- there's a similarity to their approach it in is. addition to their position.
0: And 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 another guy that I'm I'm super excited to see too is uh Bijan Robinson with Atlanta because that's all they've been talking about. Can they get a can they get a running game? And like what is that gonna is it is it like get him four years and he's out not picking up his option, or can he be that unique? Uh and just also, man, this kid too, Jalen Carter, uh the D tackle from Georgia.
1: Honestly,
0: I, I, I kind of yeah. want to see honestly was I mean, it worth any
1: time yeah anytime it's somebody that's strictly because of character issues and you had a sense that he was either going to be depending on somebody's needs at quarterback possibly a one or a two yeah. in the draft yeah you want to see him actually play football but you know what else you want to see you want to see him show everybody i do I you do. know what i'm saying
0: and i would say the same thing fl- they're wrong no, just absolutely not. Go ahead and just be better. But then also, let's talk about like is Broderick Jones super young? Is it gonna take him a little while to start? Uh, also, Joey Porter Jr. should he have been a bona fide first round? There's always those one or two guys that slip, that use that agitation and that 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 chip on their shoulder. To show, oh, he went in the second round. He should have been a first rounder. Like, I well, want to see if that comes up.
1: On that note, Antoine, who's always uh, timely with us, says, Hey, Moan, what do you think about Joey Porter Jr. not signing yet? Is it really that big of a deal?
0: No. High picks. You know why Joey Porter Jr.'s situation is what it is right now? He's not signed.
1: We're bored.
0: That, number one. <laughs> but, DK, what number pick was he? Uh, Overall? 32. 32. How many teams are there? They're 32. Mm-hmm. His agent is probably, oh, yeah, DK. Oh, no, you can't do
1: that. His situation
0: is sticky. He is no, numerally a, numerically a first-rounder. So oh, are they okay. negotiating for the fifth year option, or does he get first-round money being at 32? Like, I, I think that's why, honestly.
1: I got news for you guys. Uh, This situation is not going to manifest itself very deeply because if Joey Porter Jr. is not talking to the likes of me on (laughs) July 26 after pulling up in some Kia Sorento or whatever, (laughs) then guess what?
0: Yeah. He's got
1: a really, really, really hard time doing the thing that matters.
0: And and DK, he's um and, and all of the front office is usually out of the office right now. So negotiations probably shut down until the week before camp. That's it's actually, a non-issue to cannibal. answer. It's a non-issue. Pounds didn't sign until after camp started to.
1: Best point of all, actually. There's nobody <laughs> doing anything right now. Dante nobody. Harris says, Hey Moan. What if Corey Trice outplays Joey Porter Jr. in the preseason? Is there any chance that he jumps JPJ on the roster? Will the best players truly see the field?
0: No, it just means Trice is just more ready than JPJ is, period. Again, the talent that separates one for the other won't keep one from being on the field. Joey Porter Jr. will be on the field in some capacity. And if Trice is good enough, guess what, DK? What is the front office and the scouts that recruited him say or scouted him going to say? We're geniuses. We're the ones that found Corey Trice. Oh, my God. No.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, they're not going to be the ones who say, you know, we really blew it with that 32nd overall pick.
0: Exactly. No, you honestly, as a team, though, seriously, you just get a bonus. You know, Joey Porter Jr. has it. It's just a matter of time of him catching up. Maybe Trice is just a faster learner. That's the way I look at those type of situations. Jeffrey
1: Clue comes in and says, "Moan, you said last year that Dan Moore had a chance to be a perennial all-pro you did. Remember my my, my reaction?" Did. Yep. My eyebrows went like off the camera screen. Yep. Do
0: you I did
1: still stand by that Moan.
0: Do I still stand by it? Yes. Has it got more complicated? Heck, yes. Okay, uh, his situation to me was it seemed like one half of the year versus the other half of the year. I don't know what settled him, but I'll say this, though, my brother. It's gotten way more complicated because he's got a first-rounder behind him. The talent is there. Transferring it to practice field, to game field from his mind is two totally different things. I still do believe he could be that type of guy. And the only reason I said it, too, not the only reason, one reason I said it, because he started at left tackle so young. Mm. If he can take Miles Garrett games into each week,
1: yeah, I think that's a big part of this. I mean, he has to find a way to make sure that he can elevate whether that's from a focus standpoint, whether that's from a preparation standpoint. You know, if you spend the week thinking this guy and you you had to do this, this guy is going to eviscerate me unless yeah. I am I am at 110% out there. So you prepare a little harder,
0: don't you? Ooh, and I've met D Lyman like that, DK. Mm-hmm. Well, I've seen dudes just run through guys' face, and then I meet him and it's like, oh, okay. I don't know what the switch is, but if you can get his switch to stay on every time he crosses those white lines on that gridiron, yeah.
1: No, I, I like that one. I like that one a lot here. Yeah, uh, I, I think you're going to see a situation where Dan is going to be he's going to be a factor in some yeah. form or other going into this. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, Jeff, Jeff recalls here that uh, my jaw dropped. Yeah. <laughs> it did. I, I had quite the reaction.
0: But if you look at the position that he was in, it was set up for this guy to be a long time starter until he had that real rocky first half of the season in 2022 last year.
1: We're going to take just a couple more. Uh, today. And uh, one comes from Joe Donovan, who says, does Alex Highsmith get signed by the start of the regular season?
0: Uh, I would say so. But I would say this, too. DK, you've seen him do this numerous times. It all kind of depends on what his practice kind of if he's making headlines like other guys have in the past, he's going to get broke off. OK, uh, comes in healthy, looks good, taking on more of a leadership deal. Uh, yeah, I can see that happening. And the thing that's working for him I don't know who's this replacement right now. It'd be different if there was another first round outside linebacker. Then I I'd really like say, nah, he wouldn't.
1: Yeah, all I ask, by the way, on a, on a regular basis, whenever this subject comes up, Luke asks if why why I don't have ice coffee. I always have ice coffee. Is that an omni hotels too? Yeah, they they just opened a thing called Mellon Square Coffee. Oh, uh, right across oh. from Mellon square there it's really cool And by the way the coffee is like nuclear powered it's insane <laughs> they're roping like i you couldn't in. have more than one of these in a day
0: they're roping you in man
1: that's that's how nuts that is um what i always say when it comes to situations like this highsmith thing is yeah. ask yourself as a longtime steelers fan whoever you might be yeah, when was the last time The Steelers themselves said, we're aiming to sign this player to a long-term contract and then didn't get it done before boarding the plane for the first game. I can only think of one example, and that wasn't on them. That was on the worst agent in the world.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay,
1: Le'Veon Bell's agent.
0: Yeah, I remember watching Troy get on the bus after his was signed.
1: Last second? Yep. It was. What you it guys really do? What you guys do when he got on?
0: Man, just it, it happened like on the ride, so nobody could really swarm him like that. But everybody's kind of just said, "One, we breathe like, oh,
1: forty three in another, yeah. in another uniform." Okay. Did,
0: the, the other was just like, "Congratulations!" You know, Troy is very humble and thank you guys and all those types of things. And Coach T called him out in the meeting and stuff like that. And I think Coach LeBeau and stuff. So it was just one of those. We can breathe now. Let's go.
1: Your favorite barber comes in with, with a two buck contribution and, and, man. And, and, and he's coming through for our man Randy as well. Uh Thomas is the one guy we really haven't we haven't harassed anybody today. We mean, and Thomas comes in with such good questions that he he just doesn't feel like a good fit at the <laughs> uncle's table,
0: you know? He's not, man. He's not. Eventually t- t- Thomas G is gonna make it happen, DK. He's gonna come on over, man. He uh, is he- but
1: we're gonna help him out here because we're gonna go up here to find that web address again and it's right here it's dkps.net slash join and when you come over you get all kinds of good fun yeah. stuff you know you get emojis and uh offers and
0: joy it's fun over here that's all it is dk i mean what are we doing here it's fun over here on this side dk you don't want to be over there eating chicken nuggets old chicken nuggets and stale fries with with watered down nun heinz ketchup you feel <laughs> I me? Mean?
1: This is my hotel meal. You're describing the day after.
0: I'll go to – after I
1: cover a baseball game or something, Yeah, I will actually go and I'll get whatever. I'll get too much McDonald's. It's the only thing open that time of yeah. night. And that's sitting there on my table the next day
0: is the cold yeah. nuggets. Yeah. You see what I'm saying, DK? We don't need that, man. We don't want watered-down ketchup, okay? Go to a place that's away from the uncle's table that's going to give you some real good ketchup. That's all. all. Right.
1: Good, good stuff. Marvin Wallace. Hey, Always seems to get the last word, you know, Marvin comes in and says, hello, DK and Ramon. I'd like to wish both of you guys a happy anniversary this week. DK, tell everybody to. Stop asking how you got your wife. You got her because you're that good. You know what, Marvin? It's about time I start taking a positive approach to this whole thing, isn't it? This
0: is true. This is true. I don't true, have DK. to take
1: this abuse.
0: You're 27 years in, man. Telling you, you've been locked down with her and some of them kids ain't even 27 years old. You yeah. take
1: the W and you just go with it. There's not. There's nothing else to it.
0: I Don't think nothing about it, man. Greg what wants to know if about? this
1: place is going to be open Saturday. Yeah, we're open Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 6.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And will you I know. be here? The answer to that is also
0: a yes. I saw this one, DK. Pretty solid, man. From my got hand over fist. Hey, Mona, DK, I got tickets for Tuesday, 8 one per your recommendation. Is that still a good for lots of action? Should be the first day in pass, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't say it enough, but Tuesdays in general in <laughs> yeah. La Trobe, you want that because you're – you're getting the best of the players. They're the, they're freshest. They're yep. coming off the. They're coming and off Monday the,
0: day off. Yeah,
1: and yep. and to be honest with you, if you're like me and this stuff matters, the crowd is the. Yeah, you know, there's still a group of people there. There's still a healthy number of Steelers fans. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about you know bumping into each other and forever to get in and out of the
0: lots and all that other stuff there will still be a line though to get in there will always be a line to get parking though dk i've never not seen it be a line out there it is but they move because they're not charging okay it's
1: it's just they just have they have these kids these volunteers or whatever who are just directing you where to go Mm -hmm. um and and you don't even have to go through the security the way me and you do down at the far end you come in right off of route 30 and they're sending you right up this grass hill
0: yeah. That well, George. What's that?
1: What did I miss? <laughs>
0: God George said, You can't apologize for kicking your coverage. I'm very far outside my league too, DK. Amen. Amen. Hey, man, never good enough. I don't I
1: don't doubt that here. <laughs> I have no idea what this is from Antonio, but we're not gonna let this be the last word. For I ain't the got day a clue with that. But you know what? That's, that's when your show is taking off a little bit. When you start making it to the rest of the AFC yeah. North fan yeah. base. You
0: know what I'm saying? Thanks for the view, Antonio. You're here and accounted for, regardless.
1: Yeah. <laughs> way to contribute to the cause, my man. <laughs> yeah. You won't catch us populating any Browns or Ravens shows.
0: Uh, that's what I'm saying. See, this is what they do for us, DK. Boo. <laughs> 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 All right. Brian yeah. Brian
1: gets the for real last one, and then we're going to go here. Brian says, uh, Roan, how much of a chance really does Dan Moore have of taking Chooks his job since Chooks' salary is pretty steep? A little bit of money ball here.
0: It is. I think Chooks has – uh, I don't know if he has any guarantee this year. This may, honestly, y'all, be a setup for either this fall where Dan and Chooks duel it out. It could be a setup for next year. DK, what have we spoken about numerous times? Like I, I don't... think it
1: is. As because far as this Dan fall? Moore is yet... No, 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 no. The following year, I really believe this. If you look at the – I don't have it right in front of me, but the comparative differences between the contracts Come on. of Jukes and Dan Moore, if the Steelers can establish that Moore can play right tackle and can play yeah. it at an NFL level, he's a lot cheaper going yeah. into next year.
0: And, and DK, this is the other side of it, too. I'm trying to find it right now from my research department of myself. Uh, Guaranteed money for Chooks is done after this year. In 2023, he'll earn a base of six and a, a roster bonus of four. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I don't think he has – no, he has no more guaranteed money after this. No, going into this year. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, okay, I think there's
1: something there. I'm not a cap specialist or anything, but I think – there's something there, Thomas. A man of his word comes in and says, "I'll become a member on the next show," and then he what comes in with a contribution that's actually double what it would cost him to become Steve. a member. But that's that's uh, that's pretty neat.
0: You get two months out of that, Thomas.
1: Guys, let's do it again uh, tomorrow. What do you say?
0: I'm here for DK to be hump day. Oh, don't give him a free hump day before. Uh, that's why done. I was kind of low right there. Yeah, low, low key, low key. Yeah. Yeah. you know what this is right here tell me this is right before camp started and joey jr and omar on the phone together like bro if you don't get your bleep to camp right now okay i know your dad put him on the phone let's sign this contract you're gonna get your money and we're only gonna give you four years I like nope, it. if you're up. This is Omar talking to JPJ right here. That's, that's, that's
1: really awesome. good. He could also have that same conversation with JPSR.
0: <laughs> tell him get yes, your son good. out here. You right? know the business like I know the business.
1: That's the, probably the first guy I'd call. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey,
0: Peasy, listen
1: man. This is Omar. No, man. <laughs> oh. No.
0: <laughs> i'm telling you it's, it's wording of contracts that's all it is at this point by the way as long as
1: i have only the most diehards of diehards still watching this yesterday on yesterday's show i'm pretty sure that i didn't set my microphone up properly Ooh. so when you hear me this goes for you too a when you hear me sound glassy or distant for yeah. god's sake say something nobody said anything through the whole show and i was I, like I listened to it later and I sounded like I was on Mars.
0: I should have called you out. I heard it, but you had <laughs> your AirPods in and I should have said something. You're hundred percent correct. But
1: even with the AirPods, like I have a this is I'm sure this is really boring for everybody, but I had this really good road mic. You do. There, you okay. Do. And it was just like, but I never turned it on.
0: So like the <sighs> whole episode was like,
1: Hey Ramon. <laughs> it was
0: <laughs> they love you though, DK, and we I do too. So we're all good.
1: All right, guys. Let's do it again tomorrow with mics working. How day <laughs> <laughs> Oh